For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's the morning show on 95.3 WBCK. And here's Tim Collins. Good morning. It's 8.08. A little later on, we'll meet an artist, sculptor, Joshua Diedrich. And he is the artist behind that new exhibit at the Bronson Children's Hospital over in Kalamazoo. Several bronze statues which depict uh, not just uh, patients that have been there at the Children's Hospital, but also those caring for them. Uh, it's really a neat thing. We're going to talk about how it came about and what it took to get that project completed and uh, what his thoughts were as an artist. Joshua Diedrich will join us around 845. Well, Cornwell's Turkeyville, USA, and Dinner Theater uh, in full swing this summer after a, kind of a lost year last year, just like uh, for everybody. And Dexter Brigham is with us right now. He's the uh, is a creative director. What is your title, Dexter? I think the official title is producing artistic director. Producing artistic director, so uh, or head honcho, I guess. And uh, <laughs> nice to see you again. How's nice to see you. Too, how's mate. it been so far this uh, summer? Oh, it's been it's it's been great. You know, it's so nice to actually kind of get back to uh, get back to doing some theater. Um, you know, we were kind of nervous. You know, I think the last time you and I talked, you came in. It was in uh, like early May. We were just getting ready to reopen the theater uh, with Right Bed Wrong Husband. Um, and uh, you know, we we're like we were we were it was a little bit of a dice roll to see. Okay, are the audiences going to want to come back? And it turns out uh, that they do. Uh, so it's been it's been great to see the audiences kind of coming back into the theater. I, I feel like every night I stand up in front of the audience and say, "Hey, welcome back!" You know, it's been so long since we've had you all here, and everyone just bursts out into spontaneous <laughs> applause, just feeling good to um, to be back into the theater. Well, you worry as a performer that once you get back in there. Uh, will people come or will they just get used to sitting on their butts in front of the TV? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that is that is definitely something that I think was in the back of, of all of our minds. But one thing that, you could, that we always have to keep reminding ourselves is that part of, part of going to the theater is about community. It's about sitting with people that, you know, it's about be surrounding yourself with people and experiencing something together. Um, and, you know, and I think, you know, Turkeyville is kind of that perfect mix of like people want to come together and eat together, right? They want to come together and dine and eat and kind of fellowship and um, we kind of get all of those things into one evening uh, at the dinner theater. Right. Those little things, you, I'm, I worry that people will forget what it's like. And, uh, you know, we just, some friends of mine played at Clara's on the River all summer, jazz outdoors on the back patio. And it's just so great the interaction you know with people people talking to the band uh, the band joking around and you know it, it, just all of that uh, 
ambiance that you just can't get watching it on Zoom or watching it on your widescreen TV at home. And, and you know, even a place like, um, you know, Firekeeper's Casino, you know, I'm not crazy about their venue. It's a big flat room. It's not a rake <laughs> seating area or anything like that. You know, and they got a couple of big sc- wide screens up there so that you can see the comics perform and stuff. But still, there's that electricity in the air, you know, when 500 or 1,000 people or something are, are all laughing together or experiencing different, or all grown together or whatever. You, you just can't replace it. Yeah, one of the, uh, uh, whenever I start to, to doubt um, live entertainment or the value of it. I always go back to, there's a, a quote by John Steinbeck that I love. It says, theater is the only art form that's been dying for 4,000 years. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, so you, you brought one of your performers from the uh, upcoming show with I you. I did. I think uh, we'll meet him right now. Cason Day, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? I'm, I'm doing great. Cason's here with his guitar. And uh, what, you're from Houston and lately have been over in New York? Yes, sir. Are you a baseball fan? You know, I... Uh, you got to be quiet about that in New York because they're, <laughs> they're none too happy with the Houston Astros. Yep, I, uh, I, I try to keep to myself on that. Uh, but uh, uh, go Astros and go Yankees, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, there you go, there you go. Well, this show, it goes up uh, next week after Labor Day, and it's basically a songbook of Johnny Cash, right? It is. I mean, it's it's kind of exactly what it is. You know, the the show. Um, it, it's not a it's not a uh, it's not a tribute show. You, there's not like a, a a Johnny Cash impersonator. It's not about impersonation. It's about really telling the story of his life, kind of in the broad strokes, and really delving into why he wrote many of the songs that he did. And there's only over 38 tunes. Uh, from his songbook that are in the show. Um, everything ranging from early gospel all the way up through all like. Pretty much every single one of like the main hits that you know, like Folsom Prison Blues and Ring of Fire and um, uh, Boy Named Sue and Angel <laughs> Band. Uh, you just there's just so much good stuff in there. Well, and when you said you know tells the story of his life, uh, the thing that popped in my head was so many of his songs tell a story about mm-hmm. this part of his life. I mean, so you you really don't need much other than well, the it's, songs. It's, one of these interesting is we've been trying to put to get put the show together. <clears throat> There's a section of the play that's about all of his prison songs. Because he he wrote a lot of songs where it was either about um, people who had killed people and were in jail, or they were from the perspective of Folsom Prison Blues, Delia's Gone. You just kind of have all of these. There's a lot of violence, you know, or uh, uh, crime sometimes in his his songs. But he himself, he he was never in prison. He was never in trouble with the law. um, And so... Figuring out how to tell that chapter of his music about how, you know, because there was was definitely a a kinship that Johnny Cash felt with folks who were in prison. Right. He he connected with them on in in some way. And um, and, you know, so it's interesting, you know, we were trying to tell the story of his life. But really, that chapter is more about not necessarily about something that happened in his life and more about just how connected he felt and how. You know the folks who are in that situation um, kind of speak to him in terms of in terms of his songwriting. And of course, he performed a lot of those songs in prisons. Yeah. And we'll talk about a captive audience there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the most captive audience. I think 
I think maybe they respected him just because of, he was honest in his music. Uh, sort of the way that New York cops really respected Jerry Orbach, a mm-hmm. song and dance man from Broadway. And I love but, that. But his portrayal of Lenny Briscoe on Law & Order all those years mm-hmm. really struck a chord with them as being kind of authentic and honest. Yeah. Oh, man, I love that you mentioned Jerry Orbach. I, that guy is one of my favorite Broadway actors. Oh, man, he's... He's fantastic, and you're right. Like his his uh, his Lenny Briscoe was. I think it's it's not like you know, his Lenny Briscoe was not some young buff twenty five year old good looking potential like movie star on the way up. You know, it he he looked like a New York cop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. It was a great portrayal, but you know, Case uh, and you're a younger person, so I mean, I, I was saying on the way in here, I remember when. You know, a boy named Sue came on the radio, and we all yelled, "Hey, it's on again!" And we'd come running in. It was about this time of year. I don't know, maybe like nineteen seventy <laughs> or something. And uh, you know, so how do you uh, kind of get into this music? Because it came so far before you. Yeah, well, um, my first um, like vivid, you know, memory of of Johnny Cash is uh, my U.S. history class in eighth grade. Uh, my teacher, Mrs. Harrington, we walked into class one day. Uh, everybody sits down and she says, all right, class, uh, everybody get a piece of paper, a pencil, write down as many locations as you can go. And we're all like, what? <laughs> What's going on? And she starts playing I've Been Everywhere by Johnny Cash, uh, which uh, is very It's a teaching tool. That's pretty brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So we're all like, oh, just freaking out and trying to write down all these places. I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. Um, <laughs> for, for people that don't remember, is it just a little crazy? I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert. And then he starts just going and rattling them all. And <laughs> oh, we yeah. use that as a parody every year when it's really hot or really cold uh, all across the country. You know, it's cold everywhere, man. Oh, yeah. He, it's cold in, and then he just starts rattling them off, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So you, you actually got a little bit of that in elementary school. Did it make you curious to look into this guy at all? Oh, totally, yeah. And um, between that, um, you know, my dad is a huge country fan. Um, he, uh, yeah, was always playing some sort of country song. I'm, I'm sure I heard Johnny Cash before I even realized it was Johnny Cash. And, um, yeah, I've been everywhere from my teacher. I used to go see this cover band that would play Ring of Fire. It's like little pieces here and there. And, um, yeah, just I, I've always kind of loved that music, you know, since I found out about it. And so when Ring of Fire came along, I had to submit immediately and uh here we are yep that's the name of the show <laughs> ring of fire and it, it uh, starts here next week at cornwells we'll give you the details on that maybe we could get you to do a number from the show i'd love to all right we'll do that here uh, very shortly here dexter brigham is with us he is the guy over at uh, cornwells turkeyville usa and cornwell's dinner theater this is your first full season there isn't it yep i yep. came on full time in march yeah so, and we're this is my we're getting ready to open my third show at the helm yeah that's great because last season was not the season to be there uh, since there really wasn't one and you know i think cornwell's is doing pretty well not a lot of local theaters have really been able to get into the full swing for indoor theater they're still trying to do some outdoor performances or you know doing smaller performances and you know spacing people out and that sort of thing so how, how do they handle the buffet do they still have the buffet dinner at the uh, so instead of uh, instead of self-serve now it's being served by uh, by staff 
Okay. Um, and we we're still spreading people out, uh, kind of as much as we're not. We're no longer doing the fifty percent capacity. We are we are serving at full capacity, um, but uh, we're still um, keeping the tables uh, nice and spread out. So we're a little bit lower capacity than maybe we are otherwise would be. Um, and yeah, in general, um, Patty Cornwell, uh, Patty and Blaine Cornwell, our owners, um, have been really, uh, you know scrapping hard to make sure that our audiences come back to us that we're keeping people safe uh and also give, providing them with a, a place to go after everyone being stuck indoors for a year i did an article in a photo gallery recently about places uh restaurants in the area where you can eat outdoors and of course cornwell's was kind of one of the forerunners of that they got <laughs> a great covered area where you can sit out on the picnic table and, mm-hmm. and it's right off the uh the dining room area there so uh they're part of that article we're talking about uh, the, the show that starts, uh, what, the 8th? Yep. What day is yesterday, it? Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday at Cornwell's Dinner <laughs> Theater. It's Ring of Fire, and one of the performances, Case and Day, and uh, he is with us right now. Would you like to do a, a song from the show? I would love to. Uh, I'm going to do a song called Delia's Gone. It's one of a little bit deeper cuts. Okay. Great. <clears throat> Delia, oh Delia, Delia all my life If I hadn't shot poor Delia, I'd have had her for my wife Delia's gone, one more round, Delia's gone I went up to Memphis, that's right, I met Delia there Found her in her parlor and tied her to her chair. Delia's gone, one more round. Delia's gone. Now she was low down and trifling. She was cold and mean. Kind of evil makes me want to grab my submachine. Delia's gone, one more round. Deal is gone. The first time I shot her, I shot her inside. Hard to watch her suffer. With the second shot, she died. Deal is gone. One more round. Deal is gone. But jailer, oh jailer. Jailer, I can't sleep Cause all around my bedside I hear the patter of Delia's feet Delia's gone, one more round Delia's gone So if your woman's devilish Well, you can let her run Or you can bring her down And do her like Delia got done. Delia's gone. One more round. Delia's gone. Delia's gone. One more round. Delia's gone. 
<laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah, Case and Day, one of the uh, cast members of Ring of Fire uh, at Cornwell's Dinner Theater. Uh, it goes up the 8th of September until about a week before Halloween. Yeah, October 23rd is our closing date. Yeah, and then after that, I'm uh, going to do a holiday show in November and December that uh, you actually wrote the book, huh, Dexter? I am. I'm putting the finishing touches on it right now. It's going to be a uh, wonderful story about uh, a couple of the, you know, about a, some folks who get stranded in a Michigan motel on a, during a blizzard on Christmas eve holy cow send that to hallmark when you're done <laughs> indeed it is. well then what we do is we put all the all your favorite you know holiday favorites all the great christmas songs we get all those in there as well because the whole idea is you know i mean folks come to the theater in december they come to see a christmas show we want to give them all the warm christmas fuzzies well can't wait to talk to you about that one uh what's the cast like for ring of fire how many people are in it uh, it's a five-person cast. I think between them, they play about, around uh, 10 or 11 different instruments. We got oh. electric guitar, acoustic guitar, mandolin, banjo, uh, cajon, fiddle, um, bass. Uh, boy, they play they play pretty much everything. I mean, they're constant. I mean, it's a it is a truly a virtuoso um, a virtuoso cast. They're really wonderful. How many songs would you say? Uh, thirty-eight different, uh, thirty-eight different Johnny Cash tunes are in, wow. in in the show. Yeah, a couple of them. Yeah, like there's a couple of them where like you know like you got half of one song and half of another for the maybe some of the deeper cuts. Um, but uh, they are all there. Pretty much every if you are a, if you're a Johnny Cash fan and like you you, you come to the show, you're gonna hear a version of that song that you're gonna really like. I mean everything from man and we got Man in Black. We got I've been everywhere. Um, we got uh, Farside Banks of Jordan. Um, boy, that was some of the other ones. I, mean, like, I mentioned like Folsom Prison Blues and Ring of Fire. Uh, and Daddy what, Sing Bass. Is uh, one da- of course, Daddy oh, yeah. Sing Bass. <laughs> Five Feet High and Rising. Uh, Country Boy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Straight A's in Love. I mean, there's just, I mean, it just goes on and on. Oh, people are going to love it. Ring of Fire at Cornwell's Dinner Theater. Uh, Dexter, Kaysen, thanks very much for being with us today. Oh, hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.